though. So, all right, we are back. Awesome. Okay, so Mercedes, you were telling us of different techniques, mobility techniques that we can do at home before I rudely had technical issues. So, will you pick up where you left off on, you were telling us about the towel and things you can do sitting on the couch? Yes, of course. Uh, welcome back, everyone. So I left off on the foot exercise. And so these are really simple. You can do them when you're watch watching TV. Uh, something as simple as, like I said, grabbing the towel or a sock, anything that's you're going to slide against the floor. Carpet, obviously, is going to be a little challenging. Um, but it, it could be a progression from once, once a slippery surface feels like you've gotten enough strength, you can start to do more of these exercises on the carpet so you get a little more resistance. But okay. just a simple dragging back and forth, holding it for one to three seconds and then releasing it. So we're building that arch. Um, so that's really going to help with the, the strengthening of the arch, which will translate to the knees. So for what I see often is that a lot of tightness also happens in the lower body. And any tightness that we have in our knees and our thighs and our hamstrings are all really going to help excuse me, not help, but they're all going to translate and move into the lower back pain. So where everyone is kind of always touching at their at the, their lower back, yes. <laughs> myself included, if you've had a long day standing up, walking around, um, really paying attention to how your legs are feeling. What's the tightness? If you're really feeling achy or if you're on the couch and you, you, have your legs extended so laying down or you know your legs are straight you know how tight are your hamstrings can you bend forward to touch your toes a little bit and if it's really tight then that's a pretty good indicator that you have to do some stretches <laughs> and yes. so and and that's just part of that's part of the tightness that we aggregate if we're not in if we're not exercising regularly if we don't know what stretching is Stretching is, I personally think, overlooked in the in the health and exercise realm. And I think stretching does a lot of wonders, especially before bed. So okay. a simple a simple way to to stretch the lower legs or the lower extremities, excuse me, is to do just that. So you can do this also on the couch, you can do it in bed, is really extending your legs fully forward and then it depends on your tightness. So if you're really tight, you can even just start as simple as, you know, flexing your foot, uh, pointing the toes towards you and pointing them away. So stretching the calf, that's going to stretch the hamstring. And then once that feels like it's opening up, you can start to reach forward towards the toes. I like that a lot. It's like, it, I agree with you. It's like stretching is so overlooked and I'm even with being physically active pretty much every day, it's like I really neglect that area of taking the time to stretch and this recovery aspect of it. So I think that this definitely applies to, I mean, where you're at currently and then even aging for sure. So mm -hmm. I had a question about that first exercise that you said of even just like mm -hmm. rebuilding that arch. So that's something that's possible. So if somebody is, struggling with walking incorrectly they can actually start to rebuild that arch in their foot yes it will it, you know it takes time but it is yes it is yes That's and then cool. 
finding finding a, a shoe that's going to support a little bit of the the natural arch. Okay, I like that a lot. So even like in your opinion, why is mobility so important to our overall health? Yes. Well, you know, I think that there's an adage that says like we're social creatures, right? But we're also mobile creatures. It's such an important aspect to survival. And, you know, you I think you asked the question earlier, how do all these habits play into being sedentary? And how does that affect our later life? And if we're not being mobile like we were designed to be, if you think about it, the human body is an incredible incredible organism that is able to move. You know, we have many, many, many years ago where we were running away from prey. And now we're in a gener- an era, excuse me, where we're not moving anymore because I love technology. I'm so grateful for it, but we are, we're, we're, we're also creatures of comfort. So mobility. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, mobility for me, in my opinion, is it's so it's so vital to just stay mobile, at least to a baseline degree, because we really do lose it when we don't use it. You no, know, it's so cliche, but it is so, so true. And mm-hmm. the I think the the horror that we have in this in this perception of aging and, and you know, seeing older adults who can't move anymore. We think about, well, you've, you said you ask someone, well, what do you think about when you think of a nursing home? And it's like, well, I just see someone who sits there and doesn't do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's this fear and understandably so of if we stop moving, we are going to just be in like a vegetable state. And we, we really have the capacity and the power to change that every single day of our moment. Of our lives. <laughs> yes. While you're, as you're talking, it's like a, the mobility aspect and then even like the social creature aspect of have you seen Blue Zones? Have you heard of that or seen that yet? I've heard it. I haven't watched it yet. No. It's really good. And it's like all these things that are like popping out to me as you're talking because like you see all these individuals that are living into, you know, they're in their 90s. And whenever you see them, it's like they are all physically active and they're getting up and down off the ground. And some of them are riding horses and they're gardening. And all of it, I feel like it's just this factor of like mobility is what is allowing them to live such a long life, but not only live a long life, but live a very fulfilled and happy long life. So that that's one of the last questions that I even had for you is how you feel like staying active actually plays directly not only into your physical health, but through mental health. And at like the women that are moms, like right now in the day and age compared to, you know, 50 years down the road, when I hope that, you know, we're in our eighties and nineties. So like, how do you think that plays a role? Totally. I think that playing, uh, being mobile now, like you said, it all ties socially and mentally and emotionally because let's, you know, well, let's use uh, illness for an example. I was just sick for about three weeks and in bed. And for me, it's just, you feel your body changing. And for a mom, 
for someone who is like constantly going, how do we, you know, how do you integrate the mobility, the recovery, and then just the, like all of it uh, together to do it again the next day? I think that to answer more broadly, you know, every, I firmly believe that you know, movement is medicine. And so if we can continue to see the value of movement, it doesn't have to be, you know, CrossFit or running a, a marathon every year or a 5k every month. It can be just as simple as you said, gardening, mm -hmm. um, taking the kids out for a walk, taking your mom or your grandma or your grandparents out for a walk, something, mm -hmm. a, a dog, you know, I have dogs. And so it's like, who's walking who is a dog? Am I walking the dog or is a dog walking me? Yes. I think even just something as simple as walking can bring so much of a positive mental health because not only are you moving, you're also outside. You're in a natural environment. You can potentially be socializing as you pass people. I'm currently in Belgium and I, I'm originally from the States, but I've been, I've been here for a few months now. And what's beautiful- I didn't even know that. That's exciting. <laughs> um, Fun surprise. <laughs> yeah, that is a fun surprise. <laughs> yes, the beauty is that I've seen to your to the blue to the blue zone statement is that you know here they it's easier for them to move around. So I see 70, 80 year olds riding bikes every day. I see um, older adults with their walkers and their canes walking through, you know, there's a lot of cobblestone here. It's like on the daily, they're, they're keeping up with the kids here because that's the lifestyle. So when we incorporate mobility, even in just the, like the smallest way, I think it truly can play into an overall aspect of wellness because we feel better. We feel at least a little bit less achy. And I think it also breeds a sense of inclusion of the biggest fear I hear is if I lose my mobility, if I become stagnant, if I stop, you know, stop going out, or I can't reach a, I can't reach the fridge anymore, or I can't reach uh, to tie my shoe, then I'm going to die early. And so even at just a, a young age, having an injury, having illness, just really tapping into yourself to, to question, you know, if I, if I lost a limb tomorrow, if I broke my foot, what, how would that affect my life? And how would I be able to navigate around it? Oh, that's a beautiful answer. And it just, it reminds me of like something that I talk so much about as being so proactive. And I think we live now in a culture where everybody's extremely reactive. And it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to start training or get a habit or do my stretching until something is terribly wrong and you realize, Hey, I can't get out of bed. And it's like, why are we going to wait till it's at that point instead of being able to be more proactive? And I feel like that's even the basis of our conversation today is like, you are going to be in a position, hopefully one day where it's like, you are going to be taking care of somebody or you don't want somebody to have to be struggling to take care of you. So at, at both ends of the spectrum, right. it's like, what can we do? This is, yeah. yeah, this is such a powerful, powerful topic. So I appreciate it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot for a second. So you were like, <laughs> okay, so somebody needs to do, is like, we need to do like the baseline. 
So in your opinion, your professional opinion, like what is the baseline? What's the bare minimum that somebody should be doing every day? Yes. I think at least if you're able to, depending again, because there's such a variety of mobility levels and activity, mm-hmm. and to, you know, illnesses and chronic diseases and such. So if you're able to, meaning you can, you can sustain a breathing rate um, without passing out or anything, go for a walk at least 10 minutes, 15 minutes outside. If that's not possible, then at least do uh, 10 sit to stands in the chair or um, toe raises or heel raises, excuse me. So you can put your hands on the counter and just lift up onto the, onto your toes up and down slowly. And so that's getting the blood at least circulating from your, from your calves, which will, it simulates the same effect when you're walking. So um, that would probably be the first, like the easiest progression. So toe heel raises, excuse me. So that's coming onto your, standing on top of your toes, coming back down, doing that three times for eight to 12 repetitions. And then the next progression would be sit to stand, which is essentially a squat, Mm -hmm. a supported squat. So finding a sturdy chair, if there's handles, you can progress from holding onto the handles to no holding onto the handles, but getting up and down from the chair. I mean, how often are we literally sitting and then standing up? It's such a, it's a, one of the most fundamental exercises that we do daily going to the toilet, you know, sitting at work, (laughs) picking up a child, right? So that, that squat motion is, is, it's really what our legs are, are supporting us every day. So that would be the second progression. And then the third would be being able to fully walk. I love that. Let's look at, it's so practical and yeah, I say that myself. People are like, I have knee issues. I can't do squats. And I'm like, okay, well, do you go to the bathroom every day? They're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you're essentially doing a squat. And I'm like, just sit and stand literally at the depth of the toilet. <laughs> and it, like, it counts. And I think that just ties into like getting over the fact that if it doesn't feel or look a certain way of how it maybe has in the past or what you're capable of right now, like it still counts. Absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I think this was a super valuable conversation. 